Hey, I'm Dr. Frank Banfield with Kids Beach Club, and we are so excited that you're joining us for this podcast. And I'm really excited because we have a very special guest uh, with us from Iran Alive Ministries. This is Lily. And Lily just got married. What's your new last name? Richie. Richie. All right. Very good. I thought she was going to give me some Persian, some, you know, Farsi name that I couldn't pronounce so that I could do Richie. Uh, but we have a really, really special podcast today. We're going to be talking about Iran, the country of Iran. We're going to talk about ministry in Iran. We're going to talk about people that are coming to faith in Christ, Iranians who are coming to faith in Christ, Farsi speakers, and how Kids Beach Club is partnering now with Iran Alive to help reach more families with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So again, thank you for joining us, and uh, let's just jump in. Lily, yes. so glad to have you here in our offices. Thank you, Dr. Van And, and uh, just to, to be able to hear your story. So you're from Iran, is that yes. right, originally? Yes, and I was born and raised in Iran. Now, you don't sound Iranian. <laughs> I was 18 when I moved to the um, U.S., and I don't know, like a lot of people do mention about not having enough accent. I do have a little bit of accent, uh-huh. but not enough. Um, I guess the Lord just wanted me to work on my pronunciations ever since <laughs> I got Very here. Good. Well, you're awesome. You Thank do a great you. job. So really came here at 18. And um, were you a believer when you came uh, to the States? Did you already know Christ or, or how did yeah, no, I did not know Christ. Um, so in Iran, in schools, we were taught uh, that uh, Jesus Christ is one of the greatest prophets. Basically, um, they put Jesus Christ um, in the same category as Moses and Muhammad. Um, they did, however, mention that um, Jesus performed many, many more miracles than the other two. But um, he was just... Um, a prophet to to us, nothing more than a prophet, and that's all uh, they taught us in school. So, share with us how then. So, you came here at age eighteen, yes. And uh, but how did you come to know Christ? So um, it's a long story, which we will definitely <laughs> make it shorter. But um, our journey out of Iran was very tumultuous. It was very hard, very difficult. Um, my um, Mom, dad, and my two sisters, we were a very close-knit family. We were always together. And unfortunately, due to a chain of um, events, my uh, dad's business went belly up, and so we had to leave the country. And so we moved to Germany. Then after Germany, after a couple years in Germany, moved to the U.S. Um, Then my journey... Um, basically became very, very sour um, because of an arranged marriage um, that I basically got trapped in. um, And I basically lost all hopes. Um, And we had just migrated from Germany to the U.S., new to uh, this country, and um, trapped in a very, very toxic relationship, very abusive relationship. Um, When I didn't know anything about my life, my life was purposeless. Um, I was just walking um, around like like a like a dead person walking with no hopes, no desires, no passion, um, just everyday struggle. I mean, it was just an everyday struggle um, in this relationship. But 
when I was at the lowest point of my life, um, Jesus reached Amen. out to me and he really pulled me out of the dungeon that I was in. Um, I came to faith through two verses out of the scripture. John 1, 1 and John 1, 14. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. Then John 1, 14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's all I knew about Jesus when I came to faith, when I gave my 100% heart to him and knew that I knew that I knew that Jesus was my Lord and Savior at that time. It was nothing um, short of a miracle. It was just Holy Spirit encounter at that moment that revealed to me who Christ was with no theologies, no um, knowing about his divinity, his deity, the Trinity or anything like that. I had no idea who he was truly other than he was my Lord and Savior. Then I pursued him after I came to faith. And um, today I have the privilege to serve at Iran Alive Ministries, uh, where we have um, a 24/7 satellite TV with six million daily viewers of our of our channel, number one most watched Christian channel in Iran. Wow. Um, we learned that through an independent survey that um, our channel is the most watched Christian channel in Iran, which we are nothing but grateful right. to the Lord for what He has done through it. That's amazing. I want to come back to that in just a moment. Yes. Um, so absolutely amazing. So you had this. There was this void in your heart. Yes. And, and not just a void. I mean, there was a, a, just the opposite of what, I mean, it was hurting, and, and then you were introduced to Jesus, and you didn't hear about Jesus in Iran, or the Jesus you heard about wasn't the Jesus that you've got in your heart today. Yes. It, was that, it was that good person, that prophet. Yes. So when I grew up, I mean, I remember the first time hearing about Iran had to do with the hostages, right? Yes. The Iranian, I'm a little yes. older than you, a little older than you. <laughs> so that was my first introduction to Iran and seeing pictures on television. Yes. And so for all of these years, since, you know, the late, that was late seventies, you know, and Iran keeps popping up yes. in the news and it's usually pretty negative. Yes. I mean, you know, so what is the, the, the state of Iran today? And, and, our understanding of Iran is a lot of religious intolerance. Is that accurate? Absolutely, it is. Um, unfortunately, all we hear from Iran is negative uh, because of all the government's corruption and the injustice that's happening in Iran. I'm sure you have heard about um, the death of Mahsa Amini, a 22-year-old, last year in September um, when she was in the custody of morality police mm-hmm. in Iran. Uh, they beat her so many times, all because she was wearing her hijab, her head covering, improperly. She was wearing her hijab, but she was showing too much hair. And so um, when that happened, it just stirred uh, up the hearts of Iranians, and they um, started protesting, um, protests everywhere in all the cities in Iran started erupting um, for for a good, uh, I would say, nine months or so, they were there was, um, um, you know, unease, upheaval in Iran that was going on. A lot of people got killed. Um, they got executed, and um, it. So right now, um, you know, while there's still pent up frustrations and anger um, towards the government because so many people have been killed, people are scared to, you know, um, protest again. But 
there there will be a time when um, Iranians will have enough support to be able to overthrow the government, hopefully, and put an end to the corruption that's going on. Right now, believers in Iran are um, suffering the most because of the persecution that's that's happening. Um, you know, they can't practice out in the open Christianity. The, um, the Bible is prohibited in Iran. Um, some of our uh, underground church leaders um, had pa- were caught passing out Bibles to others, and they got executed. Wow. And wow. persecution is very severe in Iran. And so, um, what 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 is the good news? On the other hand, is the revival that's happening in Iran. Uh, while all the negativity is happening because of hopelessness and despair, and um, the sense of rejection that people in Iran have towards Islam because of the state of the country. Now they're more like an, um, you know, clean slate. Therefore, they're very open to the gospel. And so when they hear the simplest message of the gospel, they believe they come to faith, much like myself. Right. Two verses out of the Bible, no craftiness of the message of the gospel or anything like that. All they shared with me was two verses out of the word of God that is active and powerful and transformed my life forever. And so um, people in Iran are coming to faith every day. I mean, hundreds of new believers are coming to faith just through our ministries every week. We have more people coming to faith than we can support them. We don't have enough pastors to support the discipleship. That's amazing. Um, a process. So, so I mean, revival is happening. The the greatest awakening of Iran is awaiting. And um, so my ask of, of your audience and all of us is just to keep on praying that the Lord would just open up their minds, their hearts, remove the scales off their eyes so they can know who the true God is. I'm reminded, as you were sharing that, I remind those scripture that says, where sin abounds, mm-hmm. Grace does much more abound. And here's a place that has been so controlled by the government, and and Islam has had such a firm grip over folks. But yet, I think in your story, you you told us earlier, everybody there's Muslim. You're born Muslim, but y'all, you really didn't practice it. You were, it was Muslim in name only. And then now with these shifts, you're seeing that there's a void there. There's an openness, and people are searching. Absolutely. The um, So after the revolution of 1979, people were more open to Islam and the new, um, you know, theocracy that was there. Yet they uh, they were disappointed with what, what the government brought and the, the Islam that they brought into the country, the injustice that started happening. The You know, the government, I'm just using this one thing because it hurts me so bad. Um, uh, After the revolution in 1982, the government lowered the age, the legal age to marry for women to nine years old. So there are child marriages that are going on in Iran. There are temporary marriages that are going on in Iran. Um, Men um, in in, uh, their faith in Islam are allowed to have multiple wives at the same time, um, while women can only be married to one person. It's and just, these aren't nine-year-olds marrying 10-year-olds. No, nine-year-olds marrying like 45-year-olds. Yeah. That's the injustice. I mean, part of my story is my arranged marriage um, um, by my dad with someone that was 14 years older than me when I was mm-hmm. 18. So that's also that. That's why 
I am so passionate to talk about the corrupt practices that are cultural in Iran. And um, they were brought in with the Islamic roots. And so um, a lot of the practices that have become part of the culture are Islamic. And so, um, as you mentioned, the, the enemy has gotten a grip on Iran, which um, has brought nothing but darkness into Iran. Yet, the, the Lord is also working among yes. them. The revival is still happening in the midst of the darkness, and people are coming to faith every single day, and it just makes our hearts so happy. I want us to explore a little bit. So, you know, here we can turn on television, we can turn on the internet, we have radio, we can hear the gospel message, we can, you know, go to a bookstore, we can get a Bible. I've got, you know, I don't know how many Bibles in my house. Yes. But that's not the case over there, is it? No, it's not. And what's like the, don't you have the internet in, in Iran? I mean, can't, can't they get all this stuff there? Yes, we do have the internet. Unfortunately, the government has um, tremendous amount of control over the internet. They can shut it off at any given moment. Um, just like it was during the protests last year, they shut off all internets because they didn't want any pictures on social media to go viral, any videos or anything like that. They completely shut off um, the internet. The government spies on everybody's life. There's absolutely no privacy, no freedom of speech. Um, they're, they're just prying on everybody's life and, um, um, they have um, great control over it. However, um, despite all their attempts to to pull down all the satellite dishes off people's roofs, they have not been able to prevail that. And so, a lot uh, about sixty. So Iran alone. I mean, um, our satellite. Um, reaches beyond Iran. It goes to Afghanistan, Turkmenistan, um, Tajikistan. It goes beyond the borders borders of Iran. But um, the um, they have not been able to. Um, so f just just in Iran, there um, there's 84 million people, the population of Iran. So we got word that about 60 million people own a satellite dish on their roofs. Um, so. As you can imagine, m majority of people have access to the satellite, and that's their only way to stay connected with the outside world. Now, help us understand a little bit, because when you say satellite here in the U.S., a lot of us think about DISH or mm -hmm. DirecTV, and we pay a subscription, and we get a package of shows yes. that they tell us. But a, mo a lot of Americans don't understand what satellite really means mm -hmm. outside the U.S. Yes. So talk to us a little bit about that, and, and how is it the government can't, Stop yes. that. That's that's a great question. So yes, the satellite dish um, is a one-time fee that they pay to install the the satellite, and then depending on the frequency of each channel, they can tilt it every which way that they want to capture the programs that they want. Um, for us, is through Yashad. Um, you know, the, it's got a a specific frequency that people can set up their dish to get the waves um, the, um, um, through the satellite mm -hmm. so that they can watch our channels. The government has tried to, um, you know, take down the satellite dishes for many, many years. And they take down one satellite dish, the next day people reinstall it. They have not been able to overcome the, the uh, people's desire to have the satellite dishes. So they gave up in a way. <laughs> they gave up and they, they can't have much control over the airwaves. So 
you all have a satellite that you're on and you're beaming. You've got a channel that you're beaming in. And, and this is all in Farsi. So Iranians speak Farsi, yes. right? Which is Persian yes. or you, we call it, well, it used to be Persian, yes. right? So, uh, so the satellite is beaming and it's just out there. And anybody who has a satellite dish in that area, if they get that right frequency, yes. they can just pull it in. That's right. That's right. The funny story that came in, um, some of the uh, satellite dish installers are believers that are connected with Iran Alive Ministries. So whenever they go to people's <laughs> homes, they intentionally tilt it in a way that goes on Iran Alive Ministries channel. So the very first channel they see is exposure to the gospel. So wow. that's, that's so funny when wow. we heard about that. <laughs> that. That is awesome. So tell us about, okay, so they see a show. And, and you're putting the gospel, you, you're bringing gospel, and we're going to talk about the children's aspect here yes. in a moment, but, but you're putting the gospel in there. So how do you know that they're responding? Or do you have a way to follow up with people if they're, if they're getting connected to the gospel? Yes, absolutely. So we have records of, since the inception of Iran Alive Ministries in 2001, we have records of over 100,000 people that came to faith and they contacted us somehow through e either email, Telegram. Telegram is basically another social media platform, much like Instagram, um, WhatsApp, and th it's the most popular one in Iran because somehow um, um, there is no, like, um, they don't have to have VPN to access it. Some of the apps like Facebook is restricted in Iran, and they have to have VPN to be able to open up that um, social media platform. And the other good thing about Telegram is that you um, um, large um, files, like videos, Okay. And large file, large size um, files can also be downloaded and uploaded and all that, and they can easily access books, videos, and things like that, and they can just watch it on on their phone. Um, so if the, even if they don't have a satellite dish in their homes, they can watch our videos and our programs on their on t uh, on their phones. And so um, um, the so Telegram is one way to, to distribute our programs. And I forgot what your question was. So uh, you have like a call center? Yes, or So, yes. so talk so to us about that. Telegram has the call center attached to it because, you know, the phone lines are also controlled. Uh -huh. And so they can, um, they can contact our um, phone counselors to ask questions about Christ, um, ask uh, request Bible um, in electronic version wow. sent to them. And so, um, yes, we do have a follow-up process. So you've got like real live people. Yes that are ready standing by yes. in Farsi yes. to, to connect with these people that are watching your show in a restricted country where where it's illegal to own a Bible or any of this, but they're able to see your show and able to, to talk with somebody about Jesus. Absolutely. And so there, uh, a lot of the counselors are also trained uh, um, for any sort of trauma um, that women are going through, even men or anything like that, to be able to counsel them through the issues and then introduce Jesus to them. And so, um, so that's on the, on basically on, on the end that people are taking some sort of, some level of risk to contact us. Well, we believe because of the, um, you know, the degree of persecution and the risk that is involved for their safety, many, many, many of them do not contact us. So it's hard to really measure 
um, you know, how many um, people are coming to faith. But when we have conferences, um, for instance, last year we had one in the Netherlands and we invited everyone, all the believers to connect with us so that we can actually physically see them, hug them and minister to them. So many of them said that they came to faith through the ministry. And so that just, I mean, it encourages us. It encourages our partners to hear the work that the Lord is doing through this ministry. Amen. So, so talk us a little bit about uh, children's shows and, and how are children, so you have some children's shows, yes, mm-hmm. but, uh, but you're going to get a new one yes. I, I, is what we're talking about. We're excited we're about very it. Very excited. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But, yes. but, so how have you seen God use those children's shows to bring families to faith in Christ? Oh my gosh, great question. Um, so we had one testimony come to us um, to where a newborn would um, uh, was a colicky. Um, he was crying the whole time. The only channel that he would stay quiet on was um, our channel, Iran Alive Ministries, which is called Shabake Haft in Farsi. Um, Shabake means network. Haft is seven, network seven, which is really the name of the channel. And so the only channel they would put on that the baby would stay calm was our channel. And so they would have this channel on the whole time um, that, you know, um, that the the, uh, baby was awake. And so mom and dad came to faith through the channel because of they they had to sit there and watch it because the baby (laughs) stayed quiet um, during that show. So um, that's one thing. And then the second thing is um, we have age-specific programs right now that are aired at a specific time when kids are out of school um, and also some that are preschoolers and are staying at home, you know, in the morning. So we strategically air those programs for them to share the gospel with them. There are some that we have produced at our studio in McKinney, Texas, that which the founder, his wife, and some of our team members actually are um, doing some sort of mystery solving um, um, show. And then they, the, in the midst of it, like the gospel is interwoven in it. And so um, there are some of that. We have iBible that we're airing, Superbook, um, um, Adventures in Odyssey, all dubbed into Farsi to be able to, to share the gospel with the children as well. We also have once a week Zoom call for discipleship with some of our um, team members that are just specifically ministering to kids and they have the background to work with kids and all that and to allow the kids to um, really grow in their calling. Um, some are great speakers, you know, about their faith. And so we just, you know, we try to um, really equip them um, during the once a week call um, through Zoom and equip them with any questions that they may have. There are Bible stories that are told during the call. There are questions and quizzes that are asked. Um, And so we try to encourage them not to just uh, watch the TV, but also be involved and engaged and equipped through the Zoom call. Very interactive. Very interactive. That's great. Yes. So uh, we got introduced uh, to uh, Ran Alive and, and Kids Speech Club through the National Religious Broadcasters, yes. which Kids Speech Club is a member of and we exhibit at. And, uh, and so we've been in discussion for a little while now and very, very excited about where we're moving forward. So uh, tell us a little bit about 
you know, how you see Kids Beach Club uh, interacting and impacting uh, your audience. Absolutely. I am thrilled to get to know your ministry. And I feel like you guys are an answer to our prayer because we know um, that the children today are going to be the leaders of tomorrow and how important it is for us to pour into them the message of gospel and helping them connect with the with the God of this universe, who is their father and who sees them um, as, as his sons and daughters. And so um, your program is just what we have been praying for. Um, it's it's interactive. It's relatable. Um, it's uh, what um, you know. People can um, kids their age between age uh, age of eight to twelve can watch and um, see themselves in those kids' shoes and see themselves struggle with the areas that um, you know you're presenting and how to overcome some of those challenges. And so, phenomenal. Um, curriculum that you have built, a phenomenal show that I am blown away by, the quality that you guys are producing these, the, the script that you're using for them. And so we are thrilled to be a partner with you, to be able to broadcast it to potentially 6 million viewers daily um, that get to hear this and um, with, with their kids. And other kids, even non-believers, we can reach out to so many non-believers that um, become engaged in watching your show and come to faith through it. And so this is what we do. This is um, the the very thing that we want to happen. And we think that this is God um, ordained and um, God's blessing is upon it. And so we're so thrilled about this partnership. We are as well. And as you know, you know, our vision is for every preteen boy and girl to have a Jesus experience. Amen. And that includes the kids who live in Iran. That's that includes right. the kids who speak Farsi as their heart language. Maybe they don't live in Iran. They're someplace else. There's, there's a lot of Farsi speakers, even right here in Texas, but yes. here in, in America. And so we want those boys and girls to have a Jesus experience Amen. too. And, you know, we don't believe that Jesus died just for the Americans and the English speaking world. We believe that he died for all humanity and we want all humanity to know. So God has given us this great tool gift of kids speech club. And so uh, I do believe as we bring this together, that Farsi will be the very first language Woo-hoo! that kids speech <laughs> club gets dubbed into. Yay! And uh, so very excited about that, but we really want to encourage our listeners, it's it's a we don't have time to talk about the whole process, but it's a very extensive process dubbing. Because yes. dubbing is not just putting words on a screen; it's actually taking those voices. And we've got children actors, we've got adults. There's a lot there to make sure that the dubbing is age appropriate, yes. but also language appropriate. There's yes. just a lot there, so it's a it's a complicated process. It's an expensive process, and so we're, you know we're asking our kids beach club supporters, our family to you know, step up, but, but we believe in faith. Our ministries believe in faith that we're going to go forward yes. and that God's going to provide. Absolutely. We always talk about where God leads, he will also provide. And so we know that there is cost involved with this process, with this project, but because God's hand is upon it, he ordained for us two ministries come together to expand his kingdom. And so we know that God will provide. And so he needs us to as people as his people to step in to help with this process for the expansion of his kingdom amen amen so we appreciate all of you listening today watching and uh, if god moves on your heart to be a part of this and you said man i want to help give how many iranians 
Uh, 84 million. 84 million Iranians plus all the other Farsi speakers around the world. world. If you want to help give those kids, those boys and girls, the gospel of Jesus Christ in a very relevant, uh, exciting, engaging manner, which is Kids Speech Club television, uh, we hope that you'll reach out to us. Go to kidspeechclub.org. Uh, check us out there. Give us, you know, give us a call. But if you want to be a part of this uh, and and funding that, certainly praying for it, we'd love to know you're praying as well. We've got a great prayer team. We hope that you'll join our prayer team. But all that's at kidspeechclub.org, and uh, we would love to have you engage with us. Well, Lily, it has been amazing having you here for our podcast and visiting, having you in our offices today. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for, you know, we didn't get time to get into your background, but you you, you, were in a, you were an investment banker and you moved out of that. God called you into ministry and, and now God is using you to reach your people. That's right. With the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and we get the privilege of coming alongside you and helping fulfill the Great Commission in Iran Amen. and to the Farsi-speaking world. So thank, thank you so you. much for being thank here. And God so bless you. God bless Iran Alive. And what is your website? I want people to check you guys out as well. Absolutely. It's iranalive.org. And it's a, it's a great website. Um, it's ways for you guys to be able to receive some of the updates from Iran, some of the testimonies that I just mentioned about, um, and the bravery that um, Iranian Christians are, are um, showing in Iran in spite of persecution. So if you um, go on the website, iranalive.org, and click on Connect, uh, we'll make sure that we send some of those updates to yeah, you as that's well. That's great. Well done website. I've been on it a lot and great stories and things. So check out orionalive.org, kidsbeachclub.org. And uh, let's, together we're praying and working to see God's Amen. kingdom advanced in the Farsi-speaking world. All right. Amen. God bless Thank you. you. Thank God you. Bless you.